Oh, baby. Welcome back yet to another week of the podcast, Talking Sports Better Than Most, where we've got it all. We're going to cover it all with all the recent news, and we're approaching the Super Bowl. And it's Groundhog's Day, oh, Groundhog Day all over again, because Tom Brady has officially, for the second time, retired. The greatest NFL player of all time, I don't think anybody can debate that, is retired. I mean... It's crazy, though, like that day um, on Twitter, the only thing I saw was like all our quarterbacks have officially retired, like Drew Brees, uh, Philip Rivers, um, a generation brothers. is gone, yeah. Yeah, like like just, I mean, think about all those quarterbacks that, I feel like there's one more guy that I'm missing out, leaving out, obviously Tom Brady, but. Um, there were also, there was the guy from Indianapolis. Um, yeah, the Manning brothers. No, the other. Oh, one, Andrew Luck. I mean, just kind of like that. Yeah, I mean, like of just football. Some of the greatest quarterbacks, quarterbacks of all time. They're just gone. Like you're just kind of. Yeah, it is. It's a and and obviously, we talk about it every week, like in the AFC that these great young, um, quarterbacks that are up and coming, but still, it's kind of like we see in a sport that we play golf a lot, like, Tiger Woods. Once he left and Phil Mickelson left, now you had to bring up this new generation. Mm -hmm. And the NFL obviously has no problem finding new stars. But with that being said, um, obviously Tom Brady, the Super Bowl speak for themselves. The winning attitude um, made New England the franchise that it is. Obviously then went down to Tampa, won a Super Bowl right away as well. Um, There's a part of me, though, that's disappointed he went out the way he went out. Now, I'm not going to lie, though, I saw the tweet of his last touchdown pass that won us some money. Um, two touchdowns in the par, in whatever the betting yeah. odds were. Um, it, I just feel bad. I, I would have been happier him retiring last year after that tough game with the Rams and eventual Super Bowl champs, but I don't know what went on in Tampa. I Something still didn't seem right there. Mm-hmm. I know there was a ton of, I mean, I'd love to see Tom Brady in Miami with that talent they have there, the running backs, the wide receivers. I'd love to see him in San Francisco. I think San Francisco could win the Super Bowl, but I guess at some point he's going to take his money that he's going to get tons of from Fox and just call the games. But it's always sad to see somebody kind of, I'm, how many athletes get to retire in the sunset after winning? None. I mean, like, what, 1%? Michael Strahan. Yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, Peyton. Peyton Manning, did. I guess, was his last yeah, game. It was Denver. Super Bowl. But, I mean, how many really do? Yeah. Not many. Very few. So, um, from his time at Michigan. If there, was, if there was any player that should have retired on top, it should have been Tom Brady since he won seven Super Bowls. I mean, he went to the Super Bowl almost half the amount of time, half, half the years that he played. So, um if there was anybody that had the greatest odds, it was Tom Brady, basically. Right. So, you know. Um, but his problem was he couldn't, he didn't know when enough was enough and thought he could continue to keep doing that. And I don't know. He looked defeated this year. Yeah. I mean, obviously, so much is made of his personal life. I get that. I think that obviously it has to affect you. I mean, when you're in love I with somebody, I don't know if he's actually retiring, point, though. I just I don't think he can come back a second time. I think the one time, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I guess we'll wait to selection Sunday, well, yeah. um, and see if it happens again. Um, we're all filling out our brackets, and our whole timelines are going to get screwed up with Tom Brady again. Um, yeah. I don't need to see Adam Schefter on um, selection Sunday. That's for sure. Um, 
I, what bothers me is I think there's a spot for him out there. Yeah. I think there's a spot where he could go and he could be good. I think he I think he's a good quarterback, but maybe he understands maybe mentally. I know he doesn't want to go through the training camps and all that kind of stuff, but yeah, I don't know if he wants to just put himself through that stuff anymore. And he obviously got so much criticism this year when he took the time off or whatever yeah. reason he took the time off for. I'm assuming it was what was going on in his marriage and then, you know, the guys are all out there sweating and <laughs> You know, I I don't know, but I, if I was an athlete on a team and I have the chance, I, I can't believe nobody on the Miami Dolphins or San Francisco, after what San Francisco went through this year, would not want Tom Brady and say, hey, take an extra week off. You deserve it. I mean, I think he can throw. I think he's smart. Um, I don't know. So it's disappointing to see on. I don't know what he'll be like as a commentator. People are... Um. Um. You know, uh, I don't know. It's it's gonna be interesting. I don't know. You know, now the new thing I love it is the criticism Brady's getting right now, because he's gonna be taking over um for the play calling duties of what's his name? I can't think. Um, the tight end who's doing Fox. Greg Olson. Um, yeah, Greg Olson, and everybody loves Greg Olson. Yeah. And now Tom Brady's going to take him. People are mad. Like, yeah. Greg Olson's done a good job, you know, if you're into that type of thing. But um, Tom Brady, that's going to be his new life. And um, that's kind of sad. It's sad to see somebody leave. But I I don't see anybody who's going to win the number of Super Bowls that he has. Um, I don't think the success. Ever ever again. I don't think anybody's going to play him to the age of 45. Yeah. Or I think he's 45. And the crazy <laughs> thing is, I think he could easily play to 50 because he still has. He still yeah, is think, perfectly fine. I think he could. I mean, I just think it was a team issue. Yeah. I mean, you also got to remember, this was the first year without Bruce Arians. Not that he was the reason that they stuck together, but I mean, I think that could be a reason why. I mean, I don't. It just didn't seem to work from the get-go this year. Yeah. And I mean, other than. There really wasn't a dis- difference in talent, I don't think, in the last two years. Because, I mean, last year I truly thought that they would have a chance to win the Super Bowl. And then they lost to the Rams. And face it, in the NFC this year, I mean, it's pretty crappy. Um, yeah. Besides what the Eagles have done now. But um, the opportunity was there. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I still think... Deep down inside, he probably wants to come back. There's just so many other things going on yeah. football-wise. That's why I don't think he... Uh, that's why I'm not, like, sold that he re- is actually retiring. Well, we'll see what happens in San Francisco. I think that's the only place he'd probably go back to because um, he's a California kid, right? Yeah. Um, obviously, if maybe everything came into place, maybe, um, maybe, though, he's ready to be a dad and... Buying a new woman since Giselle's already got her new man. Um, that's all over Twitter. Um, and um, we'll just take it from there. So call us skeptical, folks, but we're not going into a big, long discussion wondering, are we going to have a new discussion? Um, you know, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, so we're going to congratulate them. But we might come back to this one day. We'll see. But we'll we'll just we'll take I'll wait until next year. Next <coughs> about next August. Yeah, like next August. next September. We'll September. We'll I would feel like if he hasn't done anything or made his voice heard by September, I'll say he's retired. But between now and then, I'm not convinced right now. All right, there we go. There's the talk. 
Yeah, we're a week away from the Super Bowl. We had two championship games, one that um, put most people to sleep and made one made me very angry, and one that um, was pretty right down to the final second, just like we probably all thought it was. So where do we start? We start with the Philadelphia Eagles that had to beat the Giants and the 49ers in two snoozers, and they are in the Super Bowl. That game got out of hand early when Purdy got injured, and um, I was really upset because, you know, starting to read all these rules of the NFL about the number of quarterbacks they could have on the roster and things like that. I mean, seriously, I the game, what if I was a San Francisco fan, I would have been even more angry that they, they just gave up. Mm-hmm. I mean, San Francisco gave up before halftime. And I was mad because if I was the Eagles, I wouldn't even want to play. We shouldn't have to play this game. We shouldn't yeah. have to risk injury. Um, and it just, I don't know, it really angered me watching it. And why couldn't the 49ers have called up another quarterback and put one on their roster when they knew they were going to be in the situation they were in, right? Like, mm-hmm. things happen. I mean, you're... What's the rule? I don't even know. What I think they can only have three quarterbacks on their roster or something. But obviously, if you already got... You're already three backups in. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they they couldn't put a bunch of, you know... I mean, I don't know who you're going to get. I get. To me, that, I don't right? think it should matter what at position, but if you want to say, like, overall number of who you can have on your roster, I get that, but not by position. Um, I mean, if you want to have 52 quarterbacks on your team, who the hell cares? You're the only one that's going to not have any other players, then. Like, right. To me, I don't think there should be a limit on how many positional players, by position, anyway. So that's kind of the part that I was like really upset about and just thought maybe it, it, um, something just didn't feel right. I, I don't know. Just got the bad vibes from all that. Felt bad that they had, uh, that anybody had to watch that game because it really was just, a. it was bad. It was a bad look for the NFL, I think. And can you imagine if that would happen in the Super Bowl? I mean, seriously. Um, uh, and then, you know, they talked about putting Christian McCaffrey back there and letting him, and, and they just didn't. They finally did on, like, one drive, like 10, 10 drives later after Greg Olson yeah. was screaming for it to happen. Um, but my question is, what you think of the Eagles, regardless of what? I don't know. I mean, it, it wouldn't bother me. I mean, I'm not, like, a San Francisco fan or, like, didn't have anything riding on it. I mean, I had the Eagles winning, so that was – I wanted to see them win, but – it was disappointing as, like, a sports fan because you knew that the San Francisco healthy and the Eagles healthy, you knew that was going to be a good game. Like, I mean, if they're healthy, I think that could have been down to a touchdown to a field goal game, even with Purdy healthy. I'm not I'm not even saying, like, the other quarterbacks. I'm just saying with Purdy healthy, I think that could have been a very good game. Um, yeah, the Eagles came out flying, I feel like. And then San Francisco defense, I mean, that's the part that frustrates me. That defense was playing tough. Yeah. I mean, there's only so much those guys could do. Yeah. I thought they got a little, um, I don't know what word to use here. I think they got a little out of hand in the fourth quarter. <clears throat> Start, they started playing a little dirty when the game was over with and should have just been done and, and, and over with. Um, but that defense played great. Um, that's truly a championship defense, and whoever right. is stepping into that defensive coordinator's role is going to be really happy yeah. in San Francisco. And Whoever steps into that role might be a head coach not long yeah. after. <laughs> I don't know who's going to um, 
since there's about five to six coaches, it seems like a year that yeah. <laughs> vacancies are there. <laughs> I don't know who's going to end up being the quarterback. Obviously, it's not going to be Jimmy G, and I'm not sure if what's his name is going to be healthy, how long that injury is going to come back for. Lance? Yeah. Or his UCL? Yeah, Lance. Oh, Purdy, yeah, okay. And Purdy... Or his ankle? Or I'm sorry, else? Purdy just... He had one chance, and that was it, I feel. I, if anybody thinks he's going to be a pure starting quarterback and take a team to Super Bowl on his own, it ain't happening. Um, I think he showed that he should be a starting quarterback. You think so? Absolutely. If you're an NFL GM, that you would go after him? I mean, it depends with how much you're going after him with, though. Hmm. I'm not going to sell all my assets for him, but he is, he be better than, is, he a, is he better than half the quarterbacks right now? I'd say you could argue that he's at least in the top 15 of the top 16 of the teams in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, he didn't really make mistakes, which in the NFL is very easy to do. So. Yeah, he didn't turn the ball over, and um, I agree with you. I just at least. I mean, he played on a team that it helped, obviously, playing for the 49ers because I mean, you think- knew you had that backboard with the defense. Given the situation, yeah, a team like the Dolphins would have loved to have Purdy. Um, I don't see him as being a viable starting quarterback, but good backup quarterback, certainly. And then with the. I mean, I know he had an injury, but (coughs) that injury is not going to happen that many times. It's not like a tool with a concussion. I mean, you get back to being healthy, you're fine. I mean, a concussion, there's only so many things you. There's only so many times you can have a concussion before your career is over. I mean, the, the injury that he had is not that common. For, or, I mean, it's not good because it was his throwing arm, which, you know, obviously he's going to throw the ball a lot. But, I mean, look at pitchers in the MLB. I mean, that's right. almost that's almost if you haven't had a Tommy John, you're in the minority. Right. So, I mean, a lot of guys in the in the MLB now come back actually better with after Tommy John. So, um, whatever, yeah, I mean, he's going to be fine. Yeah. So, enough San Francisco talk. Hurts. Um, the Eagles look pretty good. I thought their offense stalled a little bit. Didn't look as dynamic. People still say Hurts is someone injured. I guess maybe he is. I think it's um, kind of why they're relying more on the run game than him just sitting back. I mean, obviously they do a lot of running with it, him anyways, but it's a little bit of a different style right now. So. But with that being said, what I guess, since I guess I haven't watched a lot of Eagles games this year, that defensive line is nasty in Philadelphia. I think their offensive um, line is just as nasty, apparently. Yeah. Um, I mean, because... Any team that you weren't going to be able to run the ball against, it was going to be the 49ers. And they, yeah. they did that. You know, um, They were able to just move San Francisco. So it shows you what they're going to lean on in two weeks, well, a week, in one day oh. from now. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Um, but being that being said, though, um, I like the Chiefs, Chiefs being an underdog for betting-wise. So that's going to be the talk in a minute. So... That defensive line, I think, can get after. So, obviously, we go to the second game, and Cincinnati looked looked rough in the first quarter. Yeah. Looked rough halfway through the second quarter, and then all of a sudden came out guns a-blazing. Um, and next thing you know, um, Joey B brought him back, and I really thought it was set up for the Bengals to, to make this run. Um, I thought the Bengals were going to win. Yeah. And Sam, I had a parlay on it. I had multiple bets. I had the bet that Travis Kelsey would be the first touchdown score, and then when Trina got her bets, I put twenty five dollars that Jamar Chase would be the first touchdown score, and then threw out to T Higgins, and I put twenty five dollars with another free bet that the Bengals would win, and I was devastated. I mean, I think without question, they um, 
I don't know. It was heartbreaking. I, I, I was pulling for, for the Bengals. I feel like defensively, they played really good. Um, it's just hard to hold that offense down. Kansas City was a little wounded on offense. Um, but still, with that being said, I, I, I thought everything was setting up for the Bengals to be perfect. I mean, Joey Burrow is a great wide, a great quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's obviously got, I think, I know Jefferson is the number one wide receiver in the eyes of everyone, but I think Jamar Chase, push comes to shove, is the best wide receiver in the NFL. Well, I think he's just different with Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson. As Justin Jefferson is, not that he's by himself out in Minnesota, but compared to what Jamar Chase has got to compete with in Cincinnati, I mean, he's got to compete with T. Higgins, Hayden Hurst, Tyler Boyd, and I'm missing one more. I mean, those are the, basically the big guys. That Isn't there one more receiver? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, still. And then they got Joe Mixon, who apparently can't be touched because he's going to punch somebody or kill somebody. No, they dropped the charges. Dropped the charges. Nice. He's um, so he's back. Um, so I hear there's a lot more weapons in Cincinnati that he's going to compete with that I takes hear away Cincinnati's numbers. going to trade Higgins. I'm sure they'll get a good. Some yeah, you might as well trade him. Um, Boyd is a good time catcher for you. Um, I think you keep Boyd, though, because his stock is... I'm saying, I think you can't... Because then it all goes to Chase, and then you yeah. end up with... Like, I think you keep stuff. Boyd, and then you, so, you trade Higgins, because his stock is way higher yeah, than Boyd's. There are almost two number one wide receivers yeah. there. Higgins yeah. not quite, but it's as close as you can get. Um, so with that, I just think definitely... Um, Cincinnati they all trade him and then seven. get some offensive linemen. Yeah, they need they need to shore up that offensive line. We know they had the injuries. We get that. I think the defense just needs a couple more pieces too. There's a lot of um, free agents. I mean, I know. I don't know. I think Cincinnati and Chiefs might run it right back again next year in the championship game. I mean, there's no reason why they shouldn't be the top two teams. Um, Assuming no injuries, obviously. Yeah. So no injuries anyway. Joe Burrow, he he plays hard out. Um, I know I, I would have been interesting to be in that locker room afterwards. Um, obviously, that late hit on Patrick Mahomes. So I think we can say, number one, yes, he hit the guy out of bounds. Number two, Patrick Mahomes, though, was tripping over his own feet. Yeah, he was an actor. And I could, I, could, I could take some candles right here, light them up, and try to blow out the candles, and that would be a harder hit than Patrick Mahomes took. Yeah. I mean, it, it. yes, he did hit him out of bounds, but... That doesn't need to be called in the final second of the conference championship game to take someone to the Super Bowl. Like it should. Yeah, I mean it was it was it was frustrating. It was sad to see that that's like the reason. I mean, obviously, there's other plays that into the game that you know Cincinnati could have done a better job, but like you knew after that it was over because they were just going to kick the field goal and. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It, It it should not have been called. I don't think, in my opinion. With that being said, you knew it was going to be called. You knew it was going to be called. And um, Patrick Mahomes is solidifying himself. They had this discussion on ESPN yesterday about, you know, where's Patrick Mahomes ranks his all-time quarterback. I mean, the guy's good. I mean, he's his, his obviously a little bit of I mean, he's not going to win the seven Super Bowls, I don't think. But, I mean, if he could get four, I think you'd have to argue that he's of this generation. I no, mean, I'm talking about all time. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest with you, I take him in a heartbeat. Yeah. I mean, him and Joe Burrow play two completely different games. I mean, with that being said, Burrow will run it if he absolutely has to. Mahomes is just a playmaker. Yeah, like, it doesn't does. matter if you got three defensive linemen chasing after him, he's probably still going to complete a pass for 30 yeah. yards. He is. I mean, he's an athlete. You really can never rule him out from completing a pass at any point. 
the key to me is what's Cincinnati going to do going forward. And I say that mean, I mean, Kansas city, because I still think there's a bit of a void at wide receiver. I know they got 50 wide receivers, Sky Moore. I know they got Hardman. I know they got Valdez Scantley. I know they got Juju Smith Schuster. They just don't have that guy other than obviously. But T Higgins on their team would be dynamite. I don't think they would. Um, No, I don't think they would either. I'm just saying though. That's that's all they need. Something like that. I think to solidify. They just don't have a receiver. That's the guy. They just have a tight end. That's because Kelsey got beat up this year. Um, and struggled at the end of the year. He had a big game, obviously, in the playoff here, but um, he struggled a little bit. And I just think they got to get him a, a, a good weapon. Yes, great. A, he'd be great. He would have been great with like a Garrett Wilson out of Ohio State, little slot guy. He's running all over the place and he's throwing it to him everywhere. Like that would have been great for him. But um, I think that that's what I, if I was Kansas City and I'm Patrick Mahomes, that's what I want. Um, they play good, though. Um, what are your thoughts on the other calls that were made? Well, I mean, I think Cincinnati did not get many good calls. I think, um, I think the NFL <laughs> wants Patrick Mahomes. I yeah, I, mean, I think it was. I think there were some really bad calls in that. Well, game. I don't know if this is true. I don't know if you saw it either. But that that ref that was like the head guy. I don't know if this is like a real, like a fake thing that was made up. But like his son apparently made a bet on the Chiefs. I don't know if you read that. Oh, I. He, like, said it on the radio, and, like, everyone was wondering how, because I didn't even know this radio station, but apparently this radio station always gets these people to, like, say something they're not supposed to say, uh-huh. and he said, like, I was unaware that my son made a bet on the Chiefs, but, like, you know, sure. um, I, I, don't know. I, I just, just was frustrated because I felt like they were, they were there was a, a clear attempt to get Patrick Mahomes to, to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you, I... It was a pretty – I've seen some calls. I'm still heartbroken over the Georgia-Ohio State calls and all the calls in the, the TCU-Michigan game. Like, I've seen some bad calls in football, and it's overshadowing. I See, the great thing is it, drive, it gets people upset for a game or two, but then another exciting game comes on and we forget about them. Mm-hmm. But deep down inside, the NFL's got some issues. And I'm kind of concerned, confused sometimes. I like how all of a sudden they make calls. Like in that Eagles game, that fourth down right at the beginning of the game when the Eagles scored against the 49ers. Oh, you that fourth down catch? Yeah. With I like, Smith? Yeah, it wasn't a catch. Yeah. I mean, but sometimes they make this call like they're going to review it, but then all of a sudden we, after further discussion, we're ruling it incomplete. Fox had the, the picture, the picture mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah. I mean, it was there. So... I mean, that just started. Yeah, they had time to review it. Yeah. <laughs> well, they did go to review this. <laughs> and that's yeah, they did review it, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Yeah. They went to commercial. But then all of a sudden, Fox comes back and they make the call, and then Fox shows this picture. It's like, well, wait a minute. What, where was that at? There's no. We, I know we already complain about whether things are a catch or not in yeah. football. But to me. That one wasn't a debate. Yeah. That wasn't up for debate. So it makes you question. I mean, especially. I hate to say it because I'm losing money on these sports bets. I'm not a professional gambler, but I'm just saying, like, now that professional gambling has become such a part of the NFL, I mean, they're having their own professional gambling auditorium or something at the Super Bowl. Like, I mean, it makes you wonder what the hell is going on because the calls are awful. And I can't believe we can't find, with all the cameras that we have nowadays, an independent reviewer 
that can't review this in two seconds and we can't get to some conclusion. Well, that's why I went on Twitter. Horrible calls. Like, why can't, especially at least for the playoff games, like, why can't we have another set of referees that are completely independent from the game that are, like, there as, like, a another, like, wall of defense for bad calls? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't get why we can't do that. I mean, the NFL has the funds to get that done. <laughs> that's I, not an issue. <laughs> I agree wholeheartedly. Like, there's something going on. We got to get this together. It's going to ruin uh, the best sport there is. Um, I get it. In life, everything is, um, in, in most cases, not, and not everything is black and white, right? Like, I think they should be able to get that because, like, over obviously, going 62 well, versus not. I what I want to say is, like, you know, if, if a team knows that they probably got a call that it wasn't right, they go up there and snap it really quickly. Like, I feel like they should be able to find a way to get that out of the game. Right. Like, if you know it's not the right call, but the refs don't have the time to go through, like, the whoever, like, reviews it doesn't have enough time before they snap the ball. Like, they should be able to stop that and change that. Oh, I keep mean, reviewing the damn thing. And if they run the play, then call it back because that's what they did in the Cincinnati-Kansas City yeah. game. They ran a play, folks. They even brought out the punt teams. And guess what? They they said the, yeah. the play didn't exist. Yeah. So, obviously, in the NFL, we can still do that. Because if you saw the replay... That one official that was like going like this to say the play was dead, mm-hmm. he took about three steps and then the play started and then he stopped and then like and went back. Went with, yeah. yeah, like if you're going to say the play is dead, you have to continue the attempt he to stop the play. Playing, right, and blow the whistle. And he just stopped and let the play go because I mean, he knew if it was a first down, they weren't going to call it back. But since it wasn't a first down, they had to call it back. Let me just say this: if Sam, I mean, it didn't end up doing anything because they stopped well, him. But okay, still, that's what I'm saying. They Could gave you more imagine chances. if they wouldn't have stopped him, yeah. and they, that would have been the winning score? Yeah. I mean, I think it would have been made. See, that's what I'm saying. We're not going to make a big deal about yeah. it because it didn't, in the end, affect yeah. the game. Ended up being great otherwise. But that's the problem. Like at some point, they they got to figure something out. I don't think it's that hard. Yeah. And these guys, they got in the boot. Gene Steratore, whoever the hell these guys are, like. Half the time, by the time they ask them the question, it's already over with, and they don't, well, it sort of looks like a gym, and blah, blah. It's like, okay, well, then why did we even have them here? I, know. I don't get the whole idea of non-reviewable plays. What the hell's the point of re- review and replay if we can't review every play? I mean, I don't want them to review every play because then it makes games take longer. But, I mean, if we're trying to make the games called correctly, like, why is any play not reviewable? I just don't understand the idea behind that. It's just the dumbest <laughs> dumbest idea in the world to me, but that's just me. Well, I agree wholeheartedly. I mean, it's just like in basketball, I get it. It's like, again, Ohio State's a shit show, but when they played, um, I can't even remember who it was now, and they Minnesota and Ohio State came storming back and they called the foul Ohio State in the one second to go and Minnesota shot the free throws to win the game. And when they replayed it and the Big Ten releases that statement saying, we're sorry, shouldn't have been called a foul. It was all like... This is just infuriating people. It's, it's, they got to figure something out with the officiating. I guess that's the thing. And, and then if your team wins, you don't care. Mm-hmm. When your team loses, but it's ruining a good sport. And I mean, these guys work their whole lives. They may yeah. never be in another situation yeah. um, like that again. I mean, this is their, this is their pinnacle. People can say, well, it's only sports. Well, guess what? It's their profession, it's their job. Yeah. So, to them, it does mean something. It means maybe getting into the They might be financially set for the rest of their life, but they also have goals outside of that. And a lot of them aren't financially set. Some of yeah. those offensive linemen are not making what the pros are. I mean, 
And not only that, but it could be the difference between them being a Hall of Famer or not and being remembered for the rest of their life and yeah. just never being remembered again. Like, I think we just got to figure out how to get this fixed. And to me, the NFL loves, loves, loves Patrick Mahomes. And I like Patrick Mahomes, too. And that's why, in the past, I've always rooted for him. But I couldn't root for him this game. I was rooting for the Bengals. Oh, I was rooting for the Bengals. And um, I don't know. So now, Bengals... Are gone. I think Their the Bengals deserve to be in the though. Super Bowl. I, I thought they. I thought. I mean, am I going to say that that completely changed the outcome of the game? Obviously, the Bengals could have made some more plays to to finish off the game, but no, no, it bothered me when they when the game was over. Even though it wasn't just because I lost the bet, but I mean, I feel like the Bengals deserved more than they got. I feel like the I feel like the refs were. They definitely made some questionable calls. Whether it's like the refs that were trying to get the Chiefs, or if it was the NFL trying to get the Chiefs there, and the, they just do what the the NFL tells them, I don't know. But it was it, it was hard to end, watch. It had nothing to do with that. Whatever, whatever. Again, it just looked bad though, yeah. <clears throat> and I think that's the frustration. Like, no, 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 something fishy's going on. It just it can't be right. Um, I don't know. So we'll see. It is the way it is. So now let's take a look at the Super Bowl um, and see what are you thinking. So, Stephen, obviously the Bengals, I mean the Bengals, the Chiefs are the underdog. Um, and we don't see that too often, so it's kind of shocking to people. Well, who, who you got in the Pro Bowl today? I'm it's kidding. Tomorrow. What, it's flag football, right? Yeah. How exciting. Well, tomorrow, yeah. Um, hockey, all-star game, maybe tonight or something. Oh, there they you go. On. I Either way, I don't care. They'll sleep early yesterday, but I know they had it on. But um, So all the money is going to go on the Chiefs because they're an underdog, and that's how you can win the most money, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they needed a week off. The Chiefs had yeah. been beaten up. The Eagles are like, let's just keep going. Yeah. Um, so no doubt this extra week, to me, benefits the Chiefs. Um, the Eagles... I was impressed with after they beat the Giants more so than I had in the past. I think it was more impressive what they did against the Giants and what they did against the the, the exactly the Forty the Niners because I mean the Forty Niners it was just like here you go that first well, drive. Yeah, thank you, sir. Yeah, that first drive, I was like, oh wow! I, I was in the shower and I came up and I saw they were seven nothing. I'm like, holy crap! And then I saw how they got the first down and thought, yeah. oh well, what's so great about that? And then the game is over. Yeah. Um. Right now, my gut tells me the Chiefs' weapons are going to be healthy. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. Yeah, I think both defenses are a little underrated. Um, this this is not the NFL playoffs of last year. Um, when I say low-scoring, I mean, I could see it being like 24-21, mm-hmm. 24-17. Like, yeah. I don't think either team makes it into the 30s. If they do, then it, they... I don't interception came back right yeah, or, big play or, or yeah like that. P- kickoff return or punt return something, but I think in the end the Chiefs probably win this game. I'll go like twenty four twenty one. I think it will be a good game though. Yeah. I mean to me I don't see uh, unless one of the quarterbacks get injured. Of course you got Gardner Minshew and Chad Hennings backups, um, but I I think the Chiefs find a way to win. Uh, Patrick Mahomes got that aura around them. I still don't know what the Eagles are. Like, I want to buy into them. I think the I think the Chiefs are healthier than the Eagles will be next week because I just don't think I don't I don't think um, Jalen Hurts is still 
anywhere near healthy with that shoulder. Yeah. It's it's I'm going Chiefs. I think they're the I'm better going team. Chiefs as well. I think they um I think that the extra week helps them for yeah. sure. So I'm going Chiefs. I'll go twenty four twenty one. I'm gonna go the Chiefs as well. I think the Chiefs win uh twenty seven to twenty four. I think it's going to be a good game. I think the Chiefs are just the better team. I don't know. I I think that the Bengals got somewhat screwed last weekend. But at the same time, at the same time, it's hard for me to count out Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, and Andy Reid and um, whatever that offensive coordinator's name is, the enemy. Um, I just think it's hard to. I think the Chiefs got a little lucky, but I think they're going to take advantage of of what they did. And I don't know. I think I think the Chiefs have been way more tested than the, the Eagles. I mean, the Eagles obviously beat up the Giants. I think a little bit of the Giants just had a, somewhat of a bad performance. But uh, the Chiefs have been, I mean, they've been tested. This last week was a test for them, and the Eagles kind of got just a little walk to the playoff. To the Super yeah, they may hand it. I mean, it was, it was the golden ticket. I know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the Eagles are just that great, but, I mean, they didn't have to beat this, the 49ers. The 49ers. I mean, the NFC hurt. was just weaker, period. Yeah. I mean, it just is what it is. Um, it'll be, um, unfortunately, though, very sad day because football is over with. Yeah, one and, last game. Um, we two last, see. two games. It's true. Football. Yeah. yeah, and we won't see it until August, and then our hearts will be Well, there's the, uh, isn't there, like, the other league that's coming out? Uh, They're playing in Fort Field, I saw. Yeah. The Panthers, Michigan Panthers? So, I have no idea what that is. Is that the XFL or what is it called? I think, is it the USFL XFL or? Back? I think the XFL's coming back. Because remember that's... XFL, is that what it is? Where, um... Rakowski's coaching, remember the team? Oh, no, I don't. But. Offensive coordinator uh-huh. when he left St. Francis or whatever. But, mm. anyways, hey, what about Cardinal Strict? They beat the number two team in the state. I saw it. I didn't know that they were number two team in the state. I but. didn't either. Emmanuel Christian raking, getting some athletes and. Well, they have one really good player. I know that. Stretch so. daggers them. So, congratulations to the Cardinals. Um, <clears throat> schools only got 164 high schoolers. And That's it? Yeah. I'll have to tell you about a conversation I had later. Not on not on the podcast, though. I can't do that on the podcast. Okay. Um, but anyways, um, so we will recap the Super Bowl sometime after the Super Bowl, and um, we'll see if our predictions are right. I mean, I still wish the Bengals were there, folks. But we'll go Chiefs. We'll take the money. We'll go from there. All right. NFL, we got some coaching hires. We finally got a coach in Houston. Um, I think it's a great hire. They need a quarterback. Their team sucks. You know what they should do? What's that? Trade for Deshaun Watson. That would be the irony of everything, <laughs> wouldn't it? I think the Browns would give them that in a heartbeat. Yeah. Take all this money and take everything. Um, they got a coach. Carolina went back to their first quarterback. Um, don't know how that's going to work out. Frank Reich was already coached. I think they should have just kept the guy they had. Um, I guess we'll wait and see how that all pans out. Yeah, I don't know if I really... I, that's not a splash hire, if you ask no, me. No, I completely... Indianapolis is still interviewing people, I believe. Yeah. Arizona can't find anybody to work with Kyler Murray, apparently. I can't believe some of these coaches, you know, didn't get fired. I mean, I can't believe. And, and then I, I am shocked, too. Everybody makes a big deal of... Um, God, these names spread in my head, the former Saint coach. Um, Sean Payton? Yeah, who's going to Denver. Like, I... I think that's a whole, who would want to be in a division 
playing Kansas City every year, and then he had to play San Diego every year, right? Or not San Diego. What are they? Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah. Like, Herbert? Mahomes? Four times? Yeah. I mean, seriously. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'll take those quarterbacks any day over the one they got in Denver right now. I already saw that action. You mean cooking? Yeah, I don't need that. Now, the defense is settled in. But I don't know. Do they got any draft picks? I mean, and then where did Hackett go? What's he doing? Well, he's going to be the defensive or offensive coordinator. Offensive somewhere. coordinator with the Jets. Yes, the New York and that's Jets. That's where everyone. Yeah. That's where uh, Greeny thinks that Mahomes, uh, Rogers is going to go because yes. he likes. Yeah, because remember that's remember that's why Denver hired him in the damn yeah. first place. They thought he was coming from Green Bay. Um, so I don't know if, if if Kyler Murray is this baby that everyone talks he is. I guess I wouldn't want him either. I don't know. Arizona to me is a. I guess maybe I was a little more fascinated with Kyler Murray thinking he was a little better than he actually turned out to be. Um, yeah. Good luck. Good luck, Arizona. But I don't know. None of the none of the hires are splashes, if you ask me. No names out of college really went. So, obviously, after the Super Bowl, we'll have time to talk about all this stuff, but we thought we'd mention it because, obviously, it is prudent to the NFL. Um, in college football, the talk of the town is Notre Dame. Lost they lost their offensive the coordinator to Alabama. Um, and he played there, too, didn't he? Yeah, he played there. I mean, that's a sucker punch. Yeah. You know, you stay well, I, mean, I think we kind of talked about it, not on the podcast, but, like, there was that raffle between Marcus Freeman and him after about three weeks in the season where their offense was even worse. And he said that, I don't remember, oh, it was uh, Clyde, the Duke, former Duke coach, David Cutcliffe, that he needed to bring him in to kind of help him with call play, or playing or, uh, calling plays. And uh, Tommy Reese kind of just said, fuck off. I mean, I think that was the icing on the cake, but I don't think he was going to remove him from his position in the middle of the season. I mean, good for Tommy Reese, but I don't I don't get it all why. I don't know what else they have season him. I think, obviously. I mean, he literally could have probably hired any offensive coordinator in the country because anyone would probably go there. Yeah. Because you go there, you do well, you're a head coach somewhere else. In obviously, Notre Dame brought in Sam Hartman. They better find him a splashy offensive coordinator. So, um, I'm just surprised that they went there. Notre but, Dame. I mean, at the same time, I think I think Notre Dame could find better than Tommy Reese. So. Yeah, I, I'm not thrilled with him either. I mean, I think I, – I don't know. I mean, Notre Dame football obviously had a great win at the end of the year. Um, I'm looking to see what their schedule looks like next year because I think they obviously have a chance to um, – let's see. Oh, yeah, that's right. They're starting off in Dublin against Navy. Um, so they're going to play August 26th in Ireland, Tennessee State, and they play North Carolina State, and then they play Central Michigan. So should, I mean, North Carolina State. When do they play Ohio State? And then they play Ohio State September 23rd. So um, a few four? games in, yeah. So a few weeks in before the Buckeyes roll into town. Then they play Duke, Louisville, Southern Cal, Pitt, Clemson, Wake, and Stanford. So That's a heck of a... Tough it's not the easiest schedule by all means, but they got a quarterback. That's mine was more of a joke when I said that. But well, it's not bad. I don't think. Mm. I mean, USC is going to be going to score points. I guess they do play USC and Ohio State. I mean, Clemson's going to. Sc- otherwise, that division Clemson's that conference play is pathetic. Tough the ACC. Yeah, but Clemson's going to be good. Um, and obviously, we'll see what Ohio State brings to the table. So, um, yeah, but I mean, 
I don't know. I don't know what to think about USC and but Clemson. Yeah. USC and Ohio State, obviously, in Notre Dame, it's going to help a lot. Clemson will be Clemson, right, because they played him this year there and beat him up. Um, so I think he needs a, I need to hire. I'm excited. Ohio State, James Laronitis left there to come back to Ohio State. That was good. But he was at Notre Dame? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. He was coaching the linebackers there. Um, so it's good to see. Because he was with BTN for a while. Yeah, but I remember then, him calling the game and stuff. He, um, last, last year he was um, with um, Notre Dame. So it's good to see him come home. And to me, eventually, probably going to take over the role as defensive coordinator at Ohio State. I love it. I mean, Michigan's doing a lot of that, bringing back their old players. I think that's awesome. I think there's nothing more. I, I mean... I, I think it's amazing. Well, I just think it's different because those guys understand the legacy, yeah. and they were there for four years, and, and he to was me, there. College football's culture and legacy yeah. more than any sport. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you're there, and um, those guys are tough. So mm-hmm. I mean, like look what Mike Hart's done, obviously with the running back core at Michigan, and I think obviously look what Brian Hartline's done with the wide receiver yeah. core at Ohio State. I mean, there's no one getting better wide receivers than Ohio State. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Brian Hartline says. I'd love to be in one of those meetings, but. Obviously, grooming him one day probably to be the head coach at Ohio State. Um, and that's what I just am so surprised. And that's where, I guess, being an athlete and fan is so different. Like, I think of Luke Fickle. Like, obviously, he was never going to be the Ohio State head football coach besides the one year in transition. Mm-hmm. But obviously, he wants to be a head coach. I mean, I totally get that. Who wouldn't want to? But I just think it's so funny. Like, how... Do you not – I mean, like, I got pissed after Ohio State lost to Georgia. Like, that's it. I'm done. I'm not going to get excited about Ohio State anymore. I'm not going to get fired up anymore. And come September, I'm going to go run through a wall. So, I mean, like, how does Luke Fickle, when he watches Ohio State, like, deep down inside, does he does he root for him? Does he, like – I don't know. Well, I think you become a fan of wherever you're at. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, though, I feel like deep down inside your heart, just how do you transition your heart to, to do that, right? Yeah, that's know. crazy. I think playing somewhere and being a fan of somewhere is different, though. Yeah. I mean, it's... I mean, it's it different is. if you go and play somewhere where you were a fan of growing up versus, like, if you were a fan of somewhere... Because, I mean, you see a lot of places, like, they say they're a fan of this growing up, and then they actually play elsewhere. Like, I think there's a difference in love. Of oh. passion. We can get out... You know, you we can get on a tangent on football. we got to get away from it. Because tomorrow is... The rivalry, the game, in college oh, yeah, basketball. So, let's start with you, Stephen. Give us an update on where you see the Wolverines. You don't make a prediction for tomorrow, but just give us an upset what you've seen so far. You, and then I'll kind of fill you in what I'm thinking of Ohio State, and we'll go from there. Two teams that are not. I mean, I don't think either team had like huge expectations before the season started, but definitely not quite where we were hoping each team would be. But. Um, at the same time, though, I don't think – I think there is the record's as bad as it can be because Michigan has had – they've only they've lost 10 games this year. There's only been two of them where they couldn't win. And I think Ohio State's kind of gone through that a little bit as well where it's just yeah. like – and I don't, I don't know if it's coaching or what, what it is. They're just not executing when they need to be late in the games and finding ways to win. I mean, there have been so many games this year where it's just – late in the game and they just don't make a play when they kind of need you need that play being made and it's tough um especially when you know that they're better than what their record indicates so um i mean i think michigan still definitely has a chance to make the tournament i mean they've got 
lots of good games coming up and lots of chances to keep bouncing back. And last year they were 18 and thir- 18 and whatever they were. I can't remember what they said. They they said they were 18 and 15 or whatever, whatever they were before they made the tournament last year. And um, I think Michigan has a really good chance to up that and and have a good record going into this. I think this month they actually have a couple easier games, um, a couple home games. Uh, so the Big Ten's murder. Yeah, I mean, because that's the the thing that I I wanted to say was, um, I mean, Michigan's six and five. They're twelve and ten in the league. Or twelve and ten overall. They're tied for third in the league. Right. So I mean, other than Purdue, I mean, Michigan plays well in in February and closes out a couple games in the last two games in March. They could be the two seed. Yet people might try to say that they shouldn't be in the tournament. So right. I mean, the Big Ten is. And they, I mean, they kind of do it in football a little bit too. Is I think they just kind of beat each other up a lot. I mean, I don't think that that's that's true in other conferences. They just continue to beat each other up yeah. all, all all season. So I mean, Ohio State basketball is at an all time low. They never had a chance against San Diego State. I watched an entire game. They really never really had a chance against Duke. I watched an entire game. But then they get in the Big Ten, and. Rutgers, they shouldn't have won, but they won. There's another that was a play that should have been overturned. They should have beaten North Carolina. I mean, they should have beaten North Carolina. They led that entire game. That was an embarrassment. And then, all of a sudden, I think you and I were at B-dubs when Ohio State beat Northwestern, I think. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, they, they were winning that whole game. Yeah. I mean, then they played Purdue, should have probably beaten Purdue, lose by two. Um, lose by seven to Maryland. That was close late. They lose by three to Minnesota, and that, of course, has that horrendous, horrendous block that was called a foul. Minnesota shoots free throws and wins the game. Um, Rutgers by four. Nebraska by three. Um, Then Ohio State blows out Iowa, whatever. Um, Loses kind of tough to Illinois. Um, Gets blown out then their last two games. Well, they came back to make it tough for, obviously, Wisconsin, but, I mean... I don't know. It's a it's it's a program that oh my gosh! If you're an Ohio State fan, and of course I follow a ton of people on Twitter and read the message boards, they can't stand Holtman. My biggest issue with Holtman is he doesn't wear Ohio State clothes. I don't I don't understand that. I mean, mm-hmm. that's kind of weird. I think. But with that being said, I think he's got a top five recruiting class coming in next year. Um, people seem to think for some reason LeBron James likes him, and of course every Ohio State fan wants Bronny. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, Ohio State fans, let's be serious, okay? Who the hell are you going to get better than Chris Holtman? No one. You're not getting anyone. Holtman's taking them to the tournament almost every year. Yeah, they haven't advanced far, but they haven't had good athletes. Ohio State's always been kind of a work, worker's team. They got a couple players. With, if those players get hot, they win the game. Well, I think there's just a difference. I think if... Back in the year when they lost to Oral Roberts, if they make it to the Elite Eight, I think you got a different story. Like, if they just make that one run, where, like, you can say, well, I mean, he's done things there. I mean, I don't think he'd be fired. They should have lost to Oral Roberts. Everybody knew coming in that was the most popular game to pick. Oral Roberts was one of those veteran teams. Yeah, should they have lost? No, but they're good teams out there. Like, that's all I'm trying to say is, like, I mean,. If he didn't lose that game and he makes a run to the Sweet 16 or Elite 8, I think the, the debate is kind of... 
Yeah. I mean, not, there's no debate. I'm tired of it too. I uh, want to see Ohio yeah, State. Yeah, I mean, no one wants to see their team I lose. Get it. But... but I think in all, and, and what Ohio State fans I think have issues with is they don't understand why in football, I mean, Michigan has taken over the dominance the last two years in the Big Ten, but like, how can Purdue always be better than us in basketball year after year? How can Illinois be better in basketball with us year after year? How can Wisconsin go on those runs that they've gone on year after year? Michigan State's always been a basketball school, so I won't throw them in there. It's I think they get pissed. Like I don't understand how can mighty Ohio State not it just isn't. It just doesn't happen. But Holtman, um, he needs to wear some Ohio State gear. I think that's kind of dumb, but they're not going to find anyone better. They're just going to have to live with it. And um, the sad thing is, well, he needs to get rid of the suit and tie. He just needs to start wearing the gear. He just needs to wear Ohio. He never wears a suit and a tie. He wore a suit and tie one time this year, last game. Oh, that it? Yeah. That's the only game I've really seen him. He wears this black pullover. It has absolutely nothing Ohio State on. He just, you would not know he was an Ohio State head coach. Mm -hmm. Um, But with that being said, (laughs) um, gear-wise, I think they actually got some decent players. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think the frustration on the fans' part right now is, okay, we've seen this. What the hell happened? Mm -hmm. Like, it just shouldn't be happening. They were down three points to Indiana with two minutes to go, and they go into halftime down 16. Like, that was unbelievable. I, I was watching the game. They came out hot. They looked good. I turned it for a few minutes. I was watching a miss, the end of a mystery. They were down three. I come look on my phone. They're down 16. How does that happen in two minutes? But it happened. So I think that's the frustration part. Um, everybody wants, um, oh, my gosh, I was reading about it this morning. Former, he shot all the threes for Ohio State in basketball. Oh, um, um, they talked about how much harder they played for him um, in the last game when Holtman got ejected, and obviously Holtman got ejected. Is he on <laughs> staff? Yeah, he was our assistant. Oh, coach. I didn't realize that. Um, he he's the one that took over during the game um, last when he got thrown off. Um, now that's gonna drive me crazy. Who yeah, is? I can see his face. I can't think um, of his. Oh, Diebler? Yeah, John Diebler. Yeah. From Upper Sandusky, right? I think. Mm-hmm. Um, Ohio. Um, so, anyways, so Ohio State's almost the bottom team in the Big Ten. But I'll be honest with you, if they could get hot, they can make a run. They're still highly thought of. They got some good wins. Are you sure he's on the staff? Because I think, I think, does he have a brother? Is it Diebler? Yeah. Yeah, his, he has, there's Jake Diebler. But that's Jake not Diebler. Wasn't I bet his one played too. Oh, he played as well? Yeah. Well, I thought John, that was John Deeper. That was well, there was. That was like the like the one that had all the, all points. the threes. Okay, um, but they both did. But I loved watching. Um, yeah, I think he's still playing basketball. That's the talk of the town on the message boards. Was did they play tougher for Deeper than they did? Um, for than they did for Holtman. Everyone, you know, no, they didn't. Um, well, I mean, I think if you're gonna get rid of him, I think you still have to wait another year. And let this other assistant coach, if they're going to hire somebody with from within, you got to let him kind of develop a more of a relationship with these players and recruits. So that's a smooth transition, not like a... And I guess people do have to forget. I mean, we can't forget that Thad Mata did take Ohio State to the national championship game, did take him to some Final Fours. Like, Ohio State basketball really wasn't the shit show that it has been. I mean, Thad Mata had Ohio, some good Ohio State teams. Mm-hmm. They could have won national championships. So I think that's where the frustration is that it's year one, year two, year three, year four, year five. Well, it's hard whenever you you know you've had the you've had that now you're you no know, here. So when you've had those 
highs. Now you're more at the lower. And Hoopman really wasn't a proven winner before, even though he had good ma- mid major record and everything. Mm-hmm. But anyways, well, there's the story. We'll see. But um, you know, tomorrow's the big game. So Ohio State at Michigan. Michigan's. I don't know if they got the line out yet. Well, the line is out, but not on the sports books because they only do it by day. But I got to believe Michigan's going to be about a five-point favorite probably. Yeah, I mean, I don't... They get three points for being favorite for at home. So I got I saw something about the favorite. net rank, net rating, whatever, and they have Ohio State way higher than Michigan. And I'm not trying to talk crap about Ohio State because Michigan hasn't done their part. But I don't understand why Michigan's so low. I mean, they're very easily... Uh, there's a few plays away from being having a much better record than they have. And I mean, against North Carolina, against Kentucky, and then against Virginia, I mean, Virginia, they were winning the entire game. And then with a minute to go, lost the lead. And then a few bad plays and lose the game by three points. And then lose to North Carolina by four and lose to um, Kentucky by four. I mean, all three of those games with a minute to go, they absolutely could have had, could have won it. And then against Iowa, they were winning the entire game. And then Iowa comes back and hits a few threes at the end, and then gets fouled on the 1-3, makes it, makes the free throw, and goes to overtime, and then they lose at Iowa in overtime. So. Um, I'm looking to see here. Um, I mean, personally, I'm surprised that Michigan wouldn't be a, so this must like be a right. five-point favorite. two-and-a-half-point favorite. I would have thought they were more like five, but. I don't know. I don't, that, they're really that, down on Michigan. That was another, that was last year, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, huh. I hate that sportsbook doesn't post it till the. I know we can find a website, yeah. but um, I'm gonna keep looking here. Oh, um, what? What's it say? This isn't right either. Oh, that must have been football, folks. I'm like minus seven. I even though I type in basketball, nobody does anything. So, anyways, we'll see if we can get it going. Hey, listen. Live Golf, folks, is back, and they are running their mouths. Um, our good friend, Phil Mickelson, is running his mouth. Yeah. Um, oh, we'll make our prediction for Ohio State, Michigan at the end. Sorry. Um, it just says money line, sports book, to be determined. So they got nothing on that I can find. Um, but we'd say probably five, between three and five, yeah. probably line. Like I said, three points automatically for home. I'd give them a couple more, five points. Um, so obviously, Phil Mickelson running his mouth on there a little bit, folks. Mm-hmm. Um, Who I saw it. hasn't made a cut in a year. Yeah, I just saw that today, too. <laughs> um, folks, listen. Steven tweeted it the other day on the – tweeted about it. I mean, if golf really wants to grow the game and get some popularity, why would you not right. – do PGA but versus the IB. The PGA smart because all it's going to do is solidify the strength of LIB, right? Like, I don't know. I would love to they, see it. They, we all want to see it. We want to see them, the hatred. We get it. But then the PGA Tour is making it look like LIB is worth something. And they're not that dumb, right? They, they're giving him all, they're giving them all that free publicity. They're putting LIB then on a popular network. Um, so I totally get it. There's no need to feed into it. I think the PGA Tour is actually winning against LIV. Um, I think Mickelson sees that. Patrick Reed, you and I were tweeting about or talking oh, about God. this the other day. Like one of the worst human beings on the face of the earth yeah, right now. He is. I mean, besides maybe Kyrie Irving. I mean, oh yeah, 
He requested a trade. I saw yeah. that yesterday. That man, it blows up every team he goes to. What is he's he's what? Antonio Brown of basketball? Oh my god, he's not a team player. And I see. I don't know. I, I'm not aware of any CTE the guys that have CTE in the in well, NBA, he but he Antonio might. Antonio Brown now say he got CTE from a hit from I forget who it was. He posted that last night and said that Vontez Perfect. Is that no, who it is? No, it wasn't him. I don't think. And mm-hmm. he's blaming him now for the way he's acting. But regardless, like this is the only way they stay relevant. Patrick Reed has to stay relevant. Okay. Nobody in golf anymore misses Patrick Reed. Absolutely nobody. nobody. Okay? But I can't even believe the LIV owns up or wants him. Yeah, I mean, but they stay relevant because he keeps putting himself up. He had to go after the best player in the world mm-hmm. because he knew well, yeah, that he knows he's got nothing to lose, but Roy has yeah. everything to lose. And So Roy's got to say something, right? something to gain. So in the end... It's giving them the publicity they want. And now Phil Mickelson throwing his smack out there. Like, Phil needs that for his career. I'm sorry, Phil. Maybe on Saturdays and Sundays people will watch CW. But none of those tournaments will ever mean nothing. And granted, we got a PGA Tour event this week with really no big names that probably will have very low ratings because the big names are not playing this week because they're all playing the weeks before and they're playing next week at the Super Bowl site. Um, yeah, waste management. Yeah, but yeah, that'll be fun to watch. Regardless, this week. there's no reason to feed into these losers. They really are. Um, so it's extremely frustrating. I don't think I can handle it anymore. It's I'm losing my mind with them. They. I, I just want to watch golf this year. I will root against him at the four majors. It's the only time I want to hear about him. Do I want Roy McIlroy to punch Rick um, Patrick Reed in the face? Hell, yeah, I do. I would give him money for that. And I love Roy's comment. If you would have thrown the tee at him, he would have been sued because Patrick Reed oh, sues everybody. Like, Pat, I mean, do you think it was a coincidence he got served his... Notice on Christmas when he's with his family, Roy McIlroy, he should be pissed. And then you're going to come over and try to shake my hand? Son of a bitch, get away from me. I mean, Roy should have just turned around and decked the guy. And Phil Mickelson, I kind of thought, maybe was trying to soften up, see if he could get back in the good graces. No, he didn't. No. He said, fuck you. Yeah, I mean, I can't believe how... Listen, I mean, I don't know. I get you want to be in good shape when you're 55, right? But He's um, lost a lot of weight. He looks sick. He's to his he's back to his college weight. He said so. Um, I love to know how he lost the weight. Yeah, I don't like. Know. Did he work out or did he? I'm sure he must have worked out, and he's probably paying someone to cook all his meals. Think how much healthier we could be if somebody was cooking our meals every day for us. Oh, yeah. It would help a lot, right? I mean, Ned could just come home from work, and there it is. Um, I don't know. Liv, please just leave the golf season alone. We don't want you. I'm glad Cam Smith missed the cut in Saudi Arabia. He can go. Ugh. Phil Mickelson is a loser. His career is forever tarnished. It's a shame because one day it would have been great to see him in Tiger Woods hit the ceremonial tee shots when I'm on my deathbed at the Masters. Like, it would have been great to see. But I'll tell you right now, I'll throw up if I got to see him hit a ceremonial tee shot. Well, I don't think he will. So, good riddance to him. We have a lot of work to do to get there. I was looking at the tournament list because somebody posted. I think someone said, mark your calendars or whatever. And I was looking. Almost half the tournaments in LIV are on Donald Trump courses. I mean, basically, Donald Trump is is, is, is functioning with this tournament. 
Oh, we got a good game going on. Good game at Madison Square Garden right now. So, anyways, LIV, I can't take it anymore. My golfer's not going to win, so my big bet's going to lose too. But, anyway, so there's our hit on golf. So, anyways, that's a good podcast we got going here. Only a month away from the players. We're a month away from the players. I guess we're two months away from the Masters, yep. right? February. I think it's so March 4th. It's April that 4th. 6th through the 9th, I think yep. it is. We got a little little over two months to the Masters. We'll get to see the brand-new 13th hole. We'll get to see Tiger Woods and Fred Couples going head-to-head. Oh, folks, you get all the feels. You can hear the birds chirping. And for the first time in, what, three months, almost you and I are going to take some golf swings in about an hour. Four months. As well. October 16th. Three and a half months. So, it's been a long time since I've hit a golf ball. Um, so, excited to do that. And What's the bit. prediction? Um, okay, well, first we've got to make the prediction Ohio State and Michigan. I'll take Michigan by 10 over the Buckeyes. I mean, I might be slightly biased. I think Michigan's a better team. I think at home, I think they win this game. Um, do I say 10? No. I think they win by three. All right, there we go. But I think it'll be a good game. I think... Yeah. I mean, even when Michigan's playing well, they, they'll go on a stretch where they'll say it's a tie game, they'll go on a 9-0 run, and then the opposing team will go on a 10-0 run. I mean, it's just, I'm not sure what the reasoning is for that. I don't know what they do, but they just continue to do that against opponents. They do a lot of back end. But, um, yeah, I think, I think probably a three-point win for Michigan. My golf predictions. Um, and then they play the last game. I think the last game of the year, I think. Oh, cool. Maybe. I, I know they play. I think I'm pretty positive they play Ohio State again at Ohio State the last game of the year. My golf prediction is about just as sucky. So, um, I'm not worried about my cold. Never mind, they don't play again. They just play at Michigan this year. Um, I haven't felt my three fingers in about two and a half weeks now. How's your pinky? Oh, yeah, that hand's fine, but I haven't felt these three fingers in the last three weeks. Um, I don't even realize I got fingers anymore. Um, My entire arm gets numb. Um... So I'm going to a doctor to find out what's going on. Um, so I have no feel in my right arm, folks. That's not a good thing. Um, so, obviously it depends on what course we play. Um, I would say... That clearly I'm going to beat you, though. You will beat me today. Okay, gotcha. Oh, just today? Uh, well, I'll be back. I'm, I'm going to get healthy again. I'll be back. It's so weird. Like, I can't feel these fingers like this. Just sends this bolt right up my arm. So yeah, anyways, some issues. Yeah. Um. Eighty-seven, eighty-eight. Wow. What? Just putting some low standards out there. <laughs> well, no, I, say, I, I think bogey. I think I'm going to shoot bogey golf today. I, oh boy. I mean, I, I don't think it's going to be much better. I mean, I I'm going to tell you right now. I I I had nightmares about this last night. I went to bed about six thirty last night, and I woke up every hour. Wait, what? Yeah, I was tired. I was sick. I didn't feel good. Oh, my God. Um, I woke up every hour, and I thought to myself, I, I, with my iron... Did you even eat dinner? Did you go to bed at 6.30? No, I'm not eating much flavors. Oh. Um, You're on the Phil Nicholson diet. Yeah, I'm going to pick out today. Um, I think... I just... I shank my irons on these on this rug. I don't know what it is. So I know I'm going to shank... The rug's them. in your head. Yeah. Usually you like a real good rug, too. We'll talk about that on a later podcast, too. But anyways, um, so 88. That's my prediction. Okay. I'm going to go 82, and that would be 
about as bad as I feel like I can play right now. No. On the simulator. Because I feel like in the simulator, half the time I'll shoot, like, 74, but, like, I probably really didn't. Because, like, if you're in a bunker, like, you just hit it normally. Yeah, I mean... Or, like, if you're in the rough, like, it doesn't actually make a difference on the, on the simulator. Yeah. So, but, I feel like you get a few shots, and then you lose a few, maybe, on the greens, just because... You know, home the field because of the greens. And, yeah, you know. it's different. It's so. as close as you can get to real golf, I guess. But that's it's my good for your swing and ball striking. So it is, which is obviously pretty important. All right, everyone. Other than that, we'll update you on that next week, of course. Well, of course, update you on the Super Bowl and see how that goes. Hopefully, it's a great game. Hopefully, not. Hopefully, they have enough quarterbacks to play. Very true. And if it becomes Henny and Minshew, anything's possible. That's true. All right, folks, we'll see you next week.